Welcome back to Compounding Happiness, a podcast that takes a genuine and sometimes difficult approach to exploring new ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. Everyone wants to experience more happiness in their life. Let's discover the answers through discussion and curiosity. I can confidently tell you that this is going to be a pretty short podcast for a number of different reasons, but probably the biggest being that my laptop's going to die. And as you know, I'm recording this in my closet at the moment, and there's no plugins. So that just makes it easy for me, easy for you, easy to digest. But kidding aside, but I'm also not really kidding, the, the main reason that this is short is I actually totally forgot to record an episode yesterday. And I woke up this morning and went, oh my gosh, I haven't recorded anything, but I was pretty busy in the morning. I had a podcast guest, so I was recording that call and just a bunch of other things going on. And then I stopped and went, why did I forget yesterday to record a podcast? Because I usually don't. Usually Monday I wake up and there's excitement or sometimes there's nerves or sometimes there's even that feeling of, oh, I really don't want to. But then I intentionally do something to elevate that thinking and get excited. But yesterday, I just totally spaced it. And I got curious about that. Why? What happened yesterday that prevented me from doing a podcast? What was I doing that alleviated the need to accomplish or the need to put something out there that I was proud of? And I realized that yesterday was maybe the most present day that I've had in months. Everything that I did yesterday, I was so engaged and so focused on it that my brain really didn't have the opportunity to start worrying about the outcome of the future or to start worrying about, oh man, I need to put out an episode every single day and I haven't put, I haven't recorded one today, so I got to do it. Okay, I need to go through my pre-podcast routine so I get in the right headspace. None of that even happened. And so yesterday, so then that actually made me really excited because I went, whoa, that is way more important than recording a podcast, that I was so engaged, so fully present and authentic and connecting to myself and to other people that this projection of success that is a podcast just fell away. So then I got excited. I got curious and went, what was different? And what it was, and if I can just condense it as briefly as possible, is I I made way more of an effort to connect to other people. I have this tendency, I extremely value my routine, my morning routine. It's something, it's essentially my kryptonite, where I know that without it, I'm a worse version of myself. Or so that that's the belief that I have is that if I if my routine is stripped from me, if it's taken away, then I don't perform at my peak levels. I don't perform at my best. And it's great and I love it and it's pretty intense. For those of you who know me, you know my routine typically starts about four AM in the morning and goes till about ten thirty in the morning of the same thing every single day. And I love it, but it also limits my interaction with people. It limits my ability to connect to other people because I'm so focused on preparing myself for 
the world, for other people, for life, that I actually sometimes miss out on life itself in preparation. You know, the analogy that just came to me is if you have this test that you're studying for, and you study so long and so long and you know everything, but you show up to take the exam 20 minutes late, you're worse off because now you have less time, you're stressed, you're anxious, even though you have all of the knowledge to back that up, you you were overprepared. And you spent so much time preparing that you missed out on just being able to actually take that test. And yesterday was spent, I took my little brother to the gym with me. And I'll be honest, I just, I kicked his ass. I put him through the ringer. We did chest and triceps. And he's pretty new to the gym, which is one of my favorite things. Like having that opportunity to spend with my little brother and introduce him to something that I love so much and share that with him. And we were able to have that that bonding moment where it's not just us, you know, going for a drive, picking him up from my mom's house or going out to eat, but we're we're struggling together. We have just that deeper level connection of I want to be a better person because he's there. I want to have a better workout. I want him to look at me and go, dang, Jeremy's really pushing himself. Maybe I can push myself too. And vice versa, I see him struggling and pushing himself and doing everything that he can. I don't want to say to make me proud, but to keep up. Because he knows that he's going to come out on top. He knows that he's going to be better for it. And by the end of the workout, we ended doing like a push-up hold. And he couldn't do a single push-up. Granted, I could barely do a single push-up, and it's a routine that I created. I knew what was coming, but I just, watching him go through that and having those laughs and both of us literally trying to push up from the floor and collapsing face first into the sweaty-ass gym mats, it was hilarious. And we just laughed, and neither of us were on our phone. We had set our headphones down, and we're just laughing, and we connected with each other. And that was one of the best one of the best moments that I've had with my younger brother in quite a while. And so being able to experience that, I went, wow, this is what it's about. So I, I was riding that high. And then I went and connected, not connected, why did I say that? Then I met my friend Trevor and we had a cigar. And just being able, I haven't seen or talked with Trevor in a few months and being able to talk with him and pick his brain and just be inspired by who he is as a person was a blast. It was great. We just had a great conversation. And then We were in the Innovation Den, which is this huge building downtown Coeur d'Alene with a private bar and cigar lounge that's essentially the community hub for robotics and AI and startups. And if you want to have a good conversation, going to the Innovation Den in Coeur d'Alene is a safe bet for that because everyone there is doing something amazing with their life and it's inspiring and motivating and uplifting. And I just love being there. So then down in the cigar lounge, there were other people there and just started having conversations with them. And before I know it, a 45-minute cigar turned into staying down there for about four hours. And for those of you who know me, you'll know how big of a deal this is. I was so engaged in the conversation that I forgot to eat lunch. I always tease people like, how in the world do you forget to eat? How do you get so busy or so whatever that you forget to eat? To me, eating is a very religious routine thing every morning, afternoon, and evening. Arguably, 
the same meals every single day. So I never understood. Like, how can someone forget to eat? That's like forgetting to open your eyes when you wake up. Yet I was so engaged with conversation and so fully present. I wasn't on my phone. None of us were on our phones, but just sitting there having a cigar and talking and laughing and exploring new ideas and curiosities, passion projects, all of these amazing things that I think want to be released from within us, things that want to come to the surface. All of these amazing things were coming up to the point that I forgot to eat and I left at seven and I went, holy cow, I'm starving. I'm so freaking hungry. So then I went grocery store, got my groceries, came home and ate. And then one of my best friends FaceTimed me just out of the blue. She FaceTimed me and we ended up talking for about an hour and a half. And halfway through our conversation, I went outside and there was just the most beautiful sunset where I literally went, hang on, I'm going to hang up because I need to experience this. And I put my phone down and just enjoyed the sunset and just breathed in the fresh summer air. It wasn't super smoky yesterday. There's been a lot of fires, but just being able to sit and breathe and be fully engaged in that moment and see the deep pinks and blues and oranges and yellows of the sunset was so special and so extremely fun for me. And then obviously resumed our conversation. And it wasn't until this morning, as I said, that I woke up and went, I never recorded an episode to release, or rather, I didn't prep an episode. I have several that are, you know, in the bank, so to speak, but I hadn't done any of the work because I was so wholeheartedly engaged in the present moment. And when it comes down to it, isn't that exactly, isn't that the purpose? Isn't that what we're all trying to accomplish through these menial things that we call accomplishments? or goals, or obligations. We always have a choice. And yesterday, none of that mattered. I think we're all seeking to be more engaged in the present moment. Yet, by trying to actively be in the present moment, you almost rob yourself of that experience to enjoy it because you're so focused on either the past or the future that you miss out on just right now. And in my mind, that's what it's about. How often can you feel present? How engaging can you be in your conversations? How deep are you laughing? Those are the things that when you boil down the career, when you boil down the money, when you take out the traveling and the nice cars and the nice things, we just want to experience the joy and peace and happiness and love that only exists right now. There's no such thing as really the future or the past. And I know I've mentioned that concept before, that all we are, all that we have, all that will ever be is right now. And thinking of 20 seconds ago is in the past. Or thinking about what I'm going to say now, or now, or now. That's just me projecting into the future. Which is good to do. I think it's great to have goals, but it's also I think it's better to have intentions. And I've mentioned this before in the past. Like, what, what is the difference between a goal and an intention? Because I've always been a very goal-oriented person, you know. I have 30 things on my to-do list, and if I do each of them, then I earn the right to relax. Then I earn the, re- the right to essentially be present. Because the things that I want to do after I get through my to-do list are usually that I'm going to meditate 
or then I'm going to just sit and relax and maybe watch TV or read or have a beer outside or whatever it might be. And I put myself through the ringer in order to earn the present moment. At least that's what I used to do. I used to be very goal-oriented, goal-centric, but the tricky aspect of having a goal is what happens when you don't accomplish it. What happens when you get tied to that outcome? Then you're left feeling hollow or empty or unworthy, dissatisfied, and then you're thinking of the past, and you're not in the present moment. So I've shifted more into setting intentions and being intentional, and the difference to me is a goal you're, you're trying to be responsible for a future outcome. Whereas an intention is owning responsibility of the present process. You can always control the present moment. You can always control what you're doing right now. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the conversation. For example, with this podcast recording this, I have complete control of this moment right here, right now, where I get to say whatever I want. But if I start taking myself out of this moment and go, how many people are going to listen to this? What am I going to have for lunch today? My socks don't match. Wait, I'm not wearing socks. Whatever it might be, I'm robbing myself the experience that is now. And setting that intention, being able to enjoy the process in a weird way, and I don't know the science behind it, the outcome tends to be better. It's almost as if God, almost as if the universe recognizes and appreciates the intentional act of being present and rewards that with a far greater outcome. And what's exciting about that is you're no longer tied to the outcome. You just get to give your talent, give your all, give yourself, and then the outcome is left up into something that you can't control. And there's freedom in that. There's peace. There's joy. Because... No matter how much we want, no matter how much I want to control how many people are going to listen to this, and I can, I can go, okay, I'm going to market it this way, I'm going to do this, do this, do this. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm not really responsible. No, 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 let, let me backtrack. I am responsible for how many people listen to this to a degree. If I'm willing to put in the effort and the marketing and being present while doing so, then yes, I am responsible for how many people listen to this. What I'm not responsible for is whether or not someone deems this a beneficial or worthwhile episode. And if my goal is for this to be an amazing episode that changes lives, I ultimately don't have a way to measure that. Yet if my intention is to deliver the best content that I can right here, right now, and hope that it resonates with someone the goal of it resonating with someone will be met. And I know that that goal will be met and actualized because I'm changing doing this. My entire persona and person, not personality, my persona and my energy levels are much higher than they were when I started recording this. So by default, the intention of, I want to record the best podcast that I can right now, the goal of it changing someone's life is already there because I'm changing just by being engaged in the process. So all of that to say, make an effort to be present. What is something going on in your life that you're not, that you're just going through the motions with where you are just stuck or you're living in the future or you're beating yourself up for the past? 
How many times do we do that, right? We cling on to something someone said about us years ago and keep reliving that right now. And we project that into the future. So something someone said five years ago now is impacting now and might be impacting you five years from now if you don't do anything about it. Because you can't deal with the past. The only way to deal with the past, ironically, is to do so in the present moment. And the only way to create a better future is to do so in the present moment. So what area of your life or what remark has someone said that you're clinging on to? What limiting belief, what story are you telling yourself you have to stay stuck in that doesn't exist? What is one area that you can analyze and go, you know what, I've let that rule over me for so long, I'm choosing to be present and try to work through that. Or if that sounds too complicated, too complex of, Jeremy, I don't really know what the hell you're saying. What's something you can do with a little more intentionality? That you can be a little more present while doing it. For me, yesterday one of them was, I want to be really focused and grateful and intentional eating my breakfast. As silly as that sounds, where how great is it? Like Each bite, just savoring each bite and realizing that it's fuel and energy and that what I'm doing now is creating a better future later because that fuel that I'm giving myself allows me to be better engaged two hours from now in a conversation. So I made, I made it the goal. I made it the intention to just, I'm going to really enjoy my breakfast today. I'm really going to do that. And then for me, the biggest way that I can get present, the biggest way is to disconnect from our stupid freaking phones. And I do so each day. I go for a walk. It's only like 30 minutes. But I started leaving my phone at home. That used to be the time when I would listen to a podcast and really explore that. Yet, I identified that that wasn't the best use of that time anymore. It used to be. That used to be the time where I would learn and develop and expand. Yet now it seems like it's time to go inward a little bit. That that's now a time carved out to be present. And so I leave my phone at home and I just go literally 30 minutes outside. And it's simple. It sounds so simple. But the effects of just unplugging for 30 minutes and being as present as you can, not worrying about what you're going to have for dinner, not worrying about your day tomorrow, and not replaying whatever happened at work this morning that really sucked or that you're embarrassed about, but just going, you know what, for 30 minutes, I'm committing to leaving my phone and just going for a walk and enjoying the sunshine or the rain or the snow or whatever it might be and just enjoying that and feeling non-judgmental. So if you're super sweaty, like I get walking outside, just realizing like, wow, I've drank enough water today that I get to sweat. Sweating's telling me that I'm alive right now. How cool is that? Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it means that I'm here. It means that I'm alive, that I'm breathing in air, that I'm outside, that I'm doing something that's worth sweating over. So that's my challenge to you is what is one area of your life either that is preventing you from being present, an old relationship, an old remark, some belief that you've held on to, or worrying about the future of what you should do or what you're supposed to be doing that's preventing you, robbing you of this experience that is now. How can you work through that? Or what's something that you already do each day that you can just add a little more intention to? 
that allows you to be present and engaged and actually enjoy something as mundane as going for a walk. You know, that's, I never understood growing up. My mom would go for a walk every day. And I thought it was the stupidest thing because my goal-oriented mind was, why are you going for a walk if you're not headed anywhere? Like, what's the destination? When do you know? You need to know when you arrive in order... Oh, my screen just shut off and I thought my laptop died. <laughs> I almost just dropped a gigantic F-bomb on all of you, but I didn't. So as I was saying, my mom would go for a walk, and I just didn't understand why. There was no destination. There was no point to it. I mean, That's just a waste of time. You're not walking, like, at least walk to get the mail or walk to get some food or, you know, walk because you want to go two miles. I just, my brain couldn't comprehend the absence of a goal. Yet as I've got a little bit older, I've realized that was... That was just her escape for a little bit. That was her way of disconnecting from work, from technology, from TV, frankly, from us. <laughs> she raised four boys. That's a handful. And that was time that she had created and carved out to be fully present. Whether, whether she knew that or not, whether that was the intention behind it, that was the result of it. And something as simple as going on a walk really can make a world of difference. So I'm going to challenge you. Find that old limiting belief or that future projection that's preventing you from living in this moment and work at it. Or do something that you typically do mundane, you go through the motions, you don't really think about that, and add some intention to it. Be present with that. Do create a whole new habit or routine that adds that value of living in the moment where you're not stressed about anything else. It's tough. It's really tough. I struggle with it every single day. Yet when I realized yesterday that that's why it was such a good day and why I was so caught up in conversation that I forgot to eat and forgot to stress about a podcast, that meant that I was onto something. And I want to share that with you. It's not a revolutionary, mind-blowing concept, but it was enough and made apparent to me that it was worth sharing. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like it, share it. If you didn't, that's okay too. You can write a review saying that I ramble and don't really say anything worth listening to. That's fine, because as I said, I'm attached to the intention of this, not the outcome. Peace out, everyone.